Hello and welcome to the September 2021 edition of the Tax Board from Grand Thornton Bharat. We bring to you the latest tax developments that took place in the last month. Let's begin with the key direct tax developments. As you would recall, the government has recently withdrawn the retrospective applicability of the controversial indirect transfer provisions under the Income Tax Act. The government has now released draft rules which specify the conditions to be fulfilled and the process to be followed to give effect to the aforesaid changes for public comments. These draft rules provide up to 45 days from the date of final notification of these rules for litigants to provide an undertaking for settlement. Period of 15 days has been prescribed for the tax officials to accept or reject this undertaking. All litigation, arbitration and enforcement proceedings will have to be withdrawn within 60 days of the undertaking being accepted. As per media reports, the government could soon issue the final rules after considering suggestions made by the various stakeholders. Moving on, the Finance Act 2021 and amended the provisions of the Income Tax Act 1961 provide that the Income Tax Settlement Commission shall cease to operate with effect from 1st February 2021. It is also provided that no application for settlement could be filed on or after 1st February 2021. In order to dispose settlement applications pending as on the 31st of January 2021, the government constituted the interim board for settlement. A number of taxpayers who were eligible to file settlement application as on 31st January could not file the same. In order to provide relief in such cases, The government has now extended the last date for submitting settlement applications to 30th September 2021 before the interim board subject to certain conditions. This move comes as a relief for taxpayers who are in advanced stages of filing their application for settlement as on the 1st of February earlier this year. It has also been clarified that taxpayers who have filed such applications shall not have the option to withdraw any of such applications. On the faceless assessment front, the government has prescribed the manner of authentication of electronic record. It has been provided that where a taxpayer or any other person submits an electronic record by logging into his registered account in the designated portal of the Income Tax Department, it shall be deemed that the electronic record has been authenticated under Electronic Verification Code. Further, in order to smoothen the process of authentication for persons who are otherwise mandatorily required to authenticate electronic records through digital signature such as companies, tax audit cases, etc., the government has announced that the benefit of the simplified process of authentication by electronic verification code shall also be available to these categories of taxpayers. This move will greatly simplify the procedure of authentication of records especially in cases where the digital signature was difficult to obtain such as in the case of non-resident signatories on the indirect tax front the government has announced the long awaited tax refund rates along with guidelines for the remission of duties and taxes on export products scheme popularly known as the rot tax scheme the objective of the scheme is to refund currently unrefunded duties taxes and levies borne at the central state and local level on the exported products the scheme shall be applicable on exports made from 1st january and ranges between 0.01% to 4.3% for about 8555 products across identified sectors this is a welcome move by the government and should help make indian products competitive globally 
On the judicial front, the Supreme Court has held that refund of accumulated ITC in respect of services under the inverted duty structure shall not be available. The Supreme Court further stated that reading down of the formula would take this court down the path of recrafting and walk into the shoes of the executive or the legislature, which is impermissible. However, it directed the GST Council to reconsider the formula and take a policy decision regarding certain anomalies pointed out by the taxpayers. Besides, the Allahabad High Court has held that Rule 86A, which empowers authorities to restrict the ITC, could not have been exercised in absence of reason to believe. It explained that exercising of supervisory power in absence of relevant record is sheer misuse of the power and the said practice cannot be accepted. This is a welcome judgment by the Allahabad High Court and aligns with the recent judgments of various other High Courts on similar matters. For all the latest GST-related developments, download GST Compendium from our website www.grandthornton.in. That's all for this time. We'll see you next month. Bye.